Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 720 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. All right, now here's today's question from Travis. Hey, Pat, how's it going? My name's Travis, and I have a question about um, ghostwriting versus guestwriting. I am uh, noticing on your blog that you have by Pat Flynn and on all, all of your articles. And I was just wondering if you have um, a ghostwriter who writes them and you just pass them ideas. And if that is um, if that is one ethical way to go about it is if an idea originates from you, is it okay to pass it off to a ghostwriter and still maintain that relationship and transparency with your audience? And that also leads to my next question about guest writing. If you have a very personal relationship website where people relate to you versus just the information, um, if you bring in contributors and guest writers, is that going to affect how people view the content that's being written? Now, I know on a lot of informational sites that mostly function as magazines and don't really have relationships. Um, you know, they, they have contributors and writers all over the place. And I was just wondering how that relates to personal relationship sites where you are an expertise in something and people read your content because they follow you versus just wanting information that they could get by a simple Google search and just pulling up like a magazine site and how to incorporate ghostwriting ethically and how to incorporate guestwriting and still maintain that relationship. Uh, that's my question. Thank you so much for everything you do, Pat. And, um, yeah, bye. Hey, Travis, thank you so much for the question. I really appreciate it. And I love where this is coming from because you always want to maintain that level of trust and authenticity with your audience. However, ghostwriting, uh, and we'll get to guest posting, uh, guest writing in just a moment, but let's talk about ghostwriting first, having somebody else write stuff for you. Um, I think there's a lot of advantages to that. However, you want to make sure it's done in a very authentic way, and you always really have to listen to yourself because there's a line there, and for many people that line is, well, I could just have somebody write it for me. I don't even have to do any guidance or nothing, and I can still have it under my brand because I'm going to approve it. I mean, as long as you have somebody approve it, I feel that that's just sort of the first level of authenticity. You just don't want somebody to come on your own site and pretend to be you without you even knowing what they're saying, and I think that kind of goes without saying. Now... I believe uh, that it is okay, because I actually do this, uh, to have somebody help you write the content, but you have to not only just approve it, but guide them on what it is to write and hopefully have them be able to capture your voice. I do this on every, uh, every couple months. I have a post written by somebody on my team. However, it is dictated first by me, and then that dictation is then transferred over into written content, written form, uh, because dictation is very hard to get into written form, and they, they are completely different in terms of how they are both read. So the transcripts for those dictations are sent over to my team member, and that person then takes it and turns it into something that is more easily readable on the blog. Uh, but it still is posted under my name because it is absolutely my topic, my content. It's just uh, proofread and edited in a different way. But that's similar to how when I write a blog post, I send it over to an editor who then edits it, updates it, makes it sound proper, and then we post it as me too. Uh, other people, uh, you know, you, you hear about these celebrities who come out with books and that they say they've written uh, when most of us know that 
you know, they were kind of ghost written and, and written by somebody else. I mean, how do they even have the time to do that? Uh, but again, it's it's totally up to you. And I think if you at least always maintain a level of authenticity uh, with your audience and uh, don't just pretend to be somebody that you're not, then you're, you're always going to be doing okay. The ghostwriting does come at an advantage, though, because you're able to get more done in a shorter period of time. Uh, so I, th- I think that that's the most important thing to realize, that there are pros and cons to all of these things, but as long as they're done in the, in the right way, with the right heart in it, and you're always approaching it in the right way, then that you have really nothing to worry about. I think where it can get sticky is if you say, and you promise to people, oh yeah, I, I, I totally wrote this myself, completely on my own, when it, w- it wasn't really you that did that. And if anybody asks me on any particular post, hey Pat, did you write this yourself? Uh, I'll either say yes, because most of them I do, or I'll say, oh, well, I actually had some help from a ghostwriter who took some of my concepts in an audio file where I was dictating these things and actually turned it into something that was more easily readable on the site. There's a lot of people who are, well, when you think about it, celebrities, a lot of cele- celebrities, quote, write books, and they say these, they write these books when we all know that most of them actually have ghostwriters. Um, but for me, I was very happy that my first book I wrote completely on my own, no ghostwriting at all, although obviously I had an editor, actually multiple editors and proofreaders to help me turn it into something that was as error-free as possible and made sense for everybody. Uh, but the next book, you know, I'm considering. I'm considering using a ghostwriter, but in the similar way that I do with my blog where I'm dictating things and then having somebody take those transcripts and turning them into something that's written, which uh, I did on my own on the first one. I actually started with an audio file too to create my first draft of my book, but it was very difficult to get from audio to written uh, format. That took several months and a lot of stressful days and early mornings to make that happen. It did happen. I got through it, uh, but in order to save time, I think I might utilize the expertise of somebody else who can who can do that for me. We'll see. I don't know. Now, in terms of guest writing or guest posting, if you have a personal site where you're building this one-to-one relationship with your audience, it's totally okay, in my opinion, to have other people come on your site and write uh, guest posts, sharing their own expertise, their own experiences, as long as you approve and uh, read those things ahead of time. Uh, so that your audience can still benefit from them, even though they're not your writing, there's somebody else coming onto your site, then then that's okay. Where you can get into trouble is if you, maybe you have a relationship with somebody else and they're like, oh, can I write a guest post? And you're like, oh yeah, totally, I'll post it. And then they share something with you and it may not be so good, but you post it anyway because they're your friend. That happens a lot in the blogosphere. Well, you really want to make sure that any content that's posted on your site, your stuff or somebody else who's coming on as a guest, you want to make sure it's top-notch and always going to be helpful. If they're coming onto your site, you want them to talk about something that perhaps you can't speak on your own. That way you're sort of endorsing this person saying, hey, this person has a great story to share that fits along the lines of the lessons that I'm teaching you here, but they have a different angle or a different, a different perspective or an insider view of whatever it is that you talk about and teach. One thing you can do when you publish their blog posts or written content on your site is to always start with a paragraph that comes from you. This is something you'll see on Smart Passive Income with every single uh, guest blog post is before that person's voice comes in in the blog, I will first do an introduction on certain concepts or ideas that's going to be spoken about in the blog post and then introduce that person and talk about my relationship with that person. So it kind of warms them up to the audience, the readers first, before just getting right into it. 
so that that that's how I feel that you can still create that personal touch, just like you would with a friend in real life. Hey, I have this other friend, and here's here's who they are. This is how I know them, and then they start talking. I mean, that's what it is in the blogosphere, and that's how you can approach it in a way where it can still feel personal, still still feel like it's from you, but it's just coming from somebody else who happens to have the floor just for a little bit. So. Travis, I hope that's helpful. Thank you so much for the question. I want to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And for those of you listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, all you have to do is head on over to askpat.com and you can ask right there on that page. Just hit the record button. Be happy to listen and try and feature uh, your question here on the show. Uh, there's We get a ton of questions every single day, so we can't f- feature all of them, unfortunately. But hey, maybe yours will get featured and you'll get a t-shirt just like Travis does today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And here's a quote to finish off the day by Zig Ziglar. He says, be helpful. When you see a person without a smile, give them yours. And I'm smiling right now. So if you aren't, hopefully you are now too. Thanks, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.